to the Revolutionary CEO Podcast. I'm your host, Letitia Lynch, wine lover, brand snob, proud boy mom, and Atlanta-based entrepreneur. When I was laid off from my dream marketing job at eight weeks pregnant, I knew I couldn't rely on corporations to provide me with a stable income. I launched my own business and hit six figures in my first full year. I want to help other female service-based entrepreneurs and coaches build and leverage their brand authority so they can confidently sell their services and programs at a premium price point to create a lasting legacy and generate independent wealth. Tune in every Wednesday for solo episodes and conversations with amazing self-made multi-six and seven-figure women all about marketing, sales, mindset, self-care, entrepreneurship, and motherhood to inspire you and give you actionable steps to successfully market and sell your high-ticket services and programs while having a life. Let's get into it. So today I wanted to talk about why I switched to a premium business model. This was not a very conscious decision, but now that I'm looking back on the results and how my business has been really transformed over the last year, I wanted to share kind of my journey on how I got my business to where it was. So first of all, back when my goal was to hit 5K months, the offers that I had kind of ranged between like $300 to $800 per thing. So I was doing like logos and small websites. So I needed really between seven to 17 clients a month to hit that 5K income goal. Plus, if I'm really thinking about it, since most of my offers had payment plans, I almost needed double those numbers just to hit my income goal. So now we're looking at like, you know, 14 to 34 clients a month, which is a lot, right? This didn't seem like a big deal at first because it's really easier to get clients at the low price point. At that point, I was getting clients all the time. Every time I had a consultation, they turned into a client. I was getting referrals and all of those things, but I started really burning out easily. And also, if I'm being honest, the quality of clients that you get at your lower price points never, ever, ever measure up to the quality of clients that you get at a higher price point. So let me give an example. I had a $175 logo client. I was excited to have her as a client. She's a nice person. But we used to have to have a call what feels like every other day about like her ideas and the logos. And then she would change her mind. And those things just happened so often. Things that never actually happen with my higher end clients. I would be working on a $175 logo for a month and have, you know, again, going back and forth and, you know, small edits and change this and change that thing and not really trusting my expertise and not even really having the kind of tastes that would really measure up to what their goals were in their business. But I just kept taking on these clients because it's just what I could get at the time. But again, looking back, I don't know how I thought I was going to be able to ever really comfortably quit my full-time job, which I had at the time, and even get to just the 5K months, which at bare minimum wasn't really enough because that's what I was making at work. But then I wasn't even really considering how much money I needed to actually run my business. The business expenses, the taxes, if I needed help, if I wanted apps, I couldn't just make what I was making from my my full-time job. So what you have to think about when you're setting your income goals for your business is not only how much you're making from your full-time job, but you have to remember they're paying for half of your insurance, if not more. Some companies are paying 100%. They're paying for a portion of your taxes because you're an employee. So when you start to actually become a business owner, which is something I did not realize, and it's why I teach this in my business all of my my programs, it's because you don't realize, oh, there are so many more expenses when it comes to being a business owner. Like 
as an LLC business, you don't really get to write off all of the taxes that you're paying for yourself as an employee. Even if you put yourself as a W-2 employee, you still aren't really writing off that income. But if you are an S-corp, you get to write some things off. I'm not a tax expert. I'm just letting you know just to kind of my experience. So there's just so many things that you're not really looking into when you're setting these income goals. And a lot of times your income goals are unrealistic based on the fact that you're a business owner. So I'll stop digressing. I want to really talk to you about, again, why I really switched that business model. So I told you this is how my price model was set up back in 2019. But again, the quality of the clients just was not up to par with what I would like to have. I want people, I wanted people who actually trusted my expertise and respected my time. And it seemed to me that the clients at that price point really didn't do either of those things. And it's also, it has a lot to do with me. I didn't set proper boundaries. And even when I did have contracts and things in place, I was so desperate and excited just to get some clients that I kind of just let anything happen. And that's just, that's on me and I have to take ownership for that. But it seems like there is just a willingness to take advantage of people when they're at a lower price point. You see it all the time. You see it in in public service. You'll see like someone who's like works in a nail shop. You'll see people being rude to them all the time. It's like as if they don't believe that they're people who deserve respect just because of what it is that they do. People don't respect janitors. People don't respect teachers. They're underpaid and undervalued. There are so many just industries where people, based on how much they're charging or how much they make, are just not treated fairly. And I feel like that's the case as a service-based entrepreneur. When your price points are so low, people really don't respect you that much. It's as if they don't believe that they're going to get a big enough transformation to trust that they should be paying you more, which is why I'm always like, you have to charge more just even from the respect, the point of respect of I am a professional. I know what I'm doing. I have experience. I have education and you need to pay me accordingly. So, you know, 2019 was the year of me undercharging, but by 2020, January of 2020, I I told you the story. And and if you're, you're new here, I completely changed my branding. I rebranded. I did a new website. I had a copywriter come in. I had a brand new, you know, professional photo shoot all revealed in January. And so going from a $500 to $800 max website to an $1,800 website by January 2020 was a big deal for me because what it meant was I needed less clients. So whereas I would have needed like, you know, seven website design clients to hit my 5K goal, now you know, I only needed like three, which was fantastic. It was just such a big transformation for me. I started changing the offers that I had to. So in 2019, I was a full-time designer, just so you know, not the coach that I am now. I was a full-time designer. And so I was offering like logos and social media graphics and basically all the things, social media management either. And what I realized is that you have to figure out a business model that actually not only makes sense for you, but can be profitable. And again, at the lower prices with doing all of the things, it wasn't really profitable because it was really hard to market myself as a specialist in really any particular area. If you're offering social media graphics and social media management and business cards and logos and then websites and then websites with branding and then brand strategy, it's just too many different things. But when you actually figure out and niche down what you're actually going to offer, and when I say niche, not even just from your industry, but within your industry, which services and packages you're going to offer, that allows you to have an easier sale, right? It makes it easier for people to come to you and know exactly what it is that you do. They're only options and it helps them to make decisions faster. 
You know why it's so hard to go into Target and only get the friggin' things that you went there for? It's because it's just so vast and so many things there. There's just so many distractions. And often we as a service provider have the opposite effect. Whereas if I was in Target and I was overwhelmed, I would just buy a bunch of things. But as a service provider, when people are overwhelmed by the selection of offers that you have, they actually buy nothing. And that's worse. So anyway... I reduced my offers. I stopped offering just logos. I completely stopped doing social media management because it wasn't aligned. And I reduced my package offers from probably about five or six different things down to like three, which was a big difference in my business. I did enjoy that new price point because it did feel really aligned. But once I got that new price point, which also was already still feeling underpriced, it made me, I feel like every time you're trying to get to a new price point in your business, the first time you offer something at that much bigger price point than whatever you were offering before, the fear is that nobody will buy it. And every time you get a no at that new price point, it further justifies your fear. But the second you get a client at that new price point, you get that new sense of confidence in yourself and in that offer, and it will allow you to open up the possibility of increasing your prices more, which is exactly what I did. I got that first client at $1,800, and then I increased the price again to $3,000. I got that client at $3,000, and next time it was $5,000. I steadily and regularly increased that price because I feel what a lot of times when you're kind of figuring out pricing, besides pricing it for profitability, you also need to put it at a price point that you can actually say out loud and be okay with without throwing up, without being terrified, without crying yourself to sleep. Whatever number you're brave enough to finally say, let's do that first because you need to be able to say it with conviction. And then I promise you the next time you get someone at that price point, you'll feel brave enough to go to the next step. So I picked a price that felt aligned. And then each time I was ready to increase it more because people would pay it. And I, I, I'm telling you, everybody paid every single time I said the new price point. There wasn't a moment where some where people were just like, I'm never paying that. And I just stopped getting clients. I kept getting clients. I went as high as $8,000 and still got clients. So I want you to know that the fear that you have is reasonable. You don't know what's going to happen and it's new for you. But one thing I want you to remember when you're worried about going from a you know lower ticket business model to a higher ticket or even a premium business model, you have to remember that the new people coming to you, if you put out the right content to attract people at that higher price point, which is something for another episode, if you're putting out the right kind of content, you will in fact attract people who are expecting that price point. And what you have to remember is that they don't know what your old price point was. I can tell you right now, people aren't just hanging out on your website, price hunting all day and then waiting months and months and months, you know, to purchase that from you. When they're going to look at that price is because they're actually at the point in which they're trying to make a decision. So remember, they don't know that your old price point was, you know, $5,000 lower. They really just don't know that. So your fear of, well, people are going to see that new price and be freaked out or they're not going to want to work with me. Well, maybe your old clients will see your new price points and freak out, but the new potential leads won't even be thinking about it. So stop worrying about things like that because you can't control what someone's thinking, but you also are worried about things that probably aren't even a concern. So the reason I'm going to go back to why I decided to switch this, you know, my my business model from what I would consider a a cornucopia of offers <laughs> to it at low ticket prices to a very niche offer and a what started off as high ticket to a premium business model and I'll never look back. So the first thing I had to think about is what is really aligned with me and what I want to do. And by the way, if you hear birds or anything that sounds tropical, I'm in Jamaica right now. But yeah, if you, when you're thinking about what business model is going to make sense for you, you have to think about 
what is your goal? Like, what is your mission in your business? My mission in my business is to actually make really big impacts on female entrepreneurs. I want to teach them how to build and leverage brand authority so that they can easily sell their premium and high ticket services at those premium prices and actually attract clients who are willing to pay those prices because I'm just so tired of women being underpaid. I told my story in the beginning of this podcast, not this episode, but in the beginning episodes of the podcast about how I was just laid off when I was like early, early pregnancy and how scary it was every time I got another layoff, which I will tell you guys all the stories of the layoffs. (laughs) But the point that I'm making is that that's the transformation that I want to have. I want to help female entrepreneurs to, to generate high incomes, but also to really build generational wealth. And that's important to me, which is a big transformation that I'm promising. And with branding, branding is like a, it's like the long game. If you were an investor, it wouldn't be like the the quick stocks that you're just, you know, watching all day and day trading. It would be the stocks that you invest in knowing that they're going to quadruple in value over the next five to 10 years. So it's kind of like, that's how branding is. Branding isn't something that you just do one day. You change your logo, change your fonts, change your colors, start, you know, figuring out who you are and coming into your brand voice and then instantly people are flocking to you. It's something that gradually happens that you don't even notice. And then all of a sudden you're getting invited to speaking engagements and all these things are happening. That's the kind of transformation that I want to help people have, something that's sustainable for the long term. And that means I can't offer things at such low price points because people actually have to really be invested in what I'm teaching. And also they really have to be extremely committed to the process. And so when I transitioned into coaching, I started that business model off the same way I did with my design, offering, you know, 90-minute strategy sessions for $4.97 and doing, you know, four-week intensives for like $1,000. It was $9.97 at the time. Those things are really meant to solve pain points. And I talked to you guys before about the fact that when you're charging high ticket or premium prices, whatever you're promising at the end of that service that you're doing should be a big transformation solving a problem, not just a pain point. Because people pay low ticket to solve pain points and they pay high ticket and premium prices to solve problems and eliminate them. And so when you're offering these quick little strategy sessions, you're really just trying to solve a few pain points. You want to help somebody get a quick win so that they can get by for a little bit longer. I don't want to help people get by. I want to change lives. And because I want to change lives, I knew I couldn't keep offering those lower ticket offers. So I started slowly moving into a high ticket model for my coaching business. I started offering the one-on-one coaching for three months at a time minimum. It was $1,500 a month. That was my first now premium offer because that's like a $4,500 at the end of the the time that they worked with me. It was a $4,500 investment. When I'm saying premium offers, I'm thinking, you know, $3,000 minimum and up. If someone's investing that much money into you, that's a premium offer. And what I noticed when I started offering those is instead of me worrying every single month, like, okay, how can I get, you know... 10 clients into an intensive, which meant I I needed like a few of them a week. I needed, you know, three clients a week to close. Now I only needed to work with a few clients in a month to hit my income goals, which actually made more sense because I could really focus on them and give them my full attention. Another thing I noticed about a premium business model is that you're stable. The stability is there. 
When you offer those premium offers and you have a contract or you get like a lump sum of money from someone, you have more financial cushion and stability and more predictability in your business. Now you can plan out your entire year with the expectation that you're going to get the bare minimum number of clients, which won't be a lot because of the price point. And that felt more realistic to me. I don't actually want to ever have a really big company. I want to, I'm very passionate about coaching. I want to be the coach in the business. I don't want to hire someone else to coach. I want to actually be the coach. I want to be the service provider, the one executing the thing. And because of that, that means I'm very limited on time if I want the quality to be there, which means I cannot accept a million clients. So either I'm going to have to go with a group coaching program where everything is following an exact framework, which I do have, or I knew that I would have to have a premium, premium offer so that I only needed a few clients, you know, in a month to hit my income goals. And that's where I am now. So if you're thinking about your business models and what's going to work for you, you have to think about it this way. Do you want to sell something that's lower ticket because you know it's easier to sell, but also knowing that the the trade-off for that means that you need to actually have the numbers, a good following, either by growing your following organically or paying for ads or doing both and having to attract a lot of people every single month to keep up with those numbers? Or do you want to have a high ticket price point, a high ticket business model, or even a premium business model like me, where although your leads might be fewer in between, you're not getting 20 leads a day or 20 a week, but the five leads you might get in a month is more than enough to pay the bills for the next six months, the next three months. It's enough to help you hit a multi-five-figure income goal. Because if that's what you're thinking, that's what I was thinking, that's the kind of business model that I have and I love it. Another big thing that's a positive outcome of having this type of business model is the quality of clients. When somebody is investing $175 into you, their passion isn't really always there. But someone who's investing $3,000, $10,000 into what you're doing oh, they're doing the damn work. They're going to get their money's worth. They're working hard. They're answering your questions. The quality of what they're putting out there is higher. They're following the process and they have to trust you because they know that they need your expertise and they don't have any money to play around with. They need to make that that return on their investment. And I chose quality over quantity. And it's why I switched my business model from a low ticket, even switching from a high ticket to a premium business model. I'm in Jamaica right now. I told you that a few minutes ago. And before I left, I already made probably like $19,000 in my business for the month. And at the time when I had already hit that number, it was like the ninth. That's crazy, right? And it's only from a couple of clients. I, I have... I have premium offers and people paid in full for two of my premium offers. One offers a $10,000 offer and one is a $4,000 offer. So just from those two clients alone, I made $14,000. And I think they paid basically back to back. So I might've got one one day and then like two days later, I got the next one. So what I'm saying to you is you have to think about the business model that's going to not only align with making it easier for you to hit your income goals and have that stability and predictability, but also what is going to be aligned with you and your time constraints and the quality of work you want to put out there. I hope this episode really sparked some thoughts in your mind about what you really want to do and how you want to make your offers and what price points you want to have them at. Because this was something that I wish I had learned a lot sooner. I'll share one quick little story about 
what was the real big tipping point for me before I let you go? The biggest tipping point for me, my high ticket and, you know, kind of mid to low ticket offer business model is June of 2020. I tell this story a lot. I had about seven offers that I was doing at the same time. I had coaching strategy sessions and I had the one-on-one coaching for the three months. But then I also had, you know, my website design. Then I had website and a logo design package. Then I had a website and a branding package. And then I was offering a workshop for $99. I had all of these offers. And at the end of June, I did have my first five-figure month. It was $16,000 and some change that I made that month. But it's also the first month that I was completely friggin' exhausted. So drained, in fact, that I couldn't even do work the next month. Like July was just a wash and I ended up only making $10,000 that month. And I was like, well, I only made $10,000 because I wasn't hustling. I wasn't offering all of the things, but I couldn't. I, I mentally and energetically couldn't handle that. And so instead of me leaning more into the fear that I better offer all this stuff because this is what worked and I liked that income that I hit, which by the way, July is when I quit my full-time job. So now it was even more imperative to figure it out. But I opted for the premium business model at that moment. And I'm glad I took that leap of faith because in September, when I launched my mastermind, which at that time was a $6,000 premium offer for me, and I sold it out. That was my first multi-five-figure launch and also multi-five-figure month. I made around $24,000 that month in cash, which meant I had more, even more under contract, but that's what I got in cash. And I knew at that moment, because of the payments that was coming through from my design business, which was also switched over to just a premium model for that $8,000 package, and one other little, I had one other premium offer, which was like a $3,000 offer all of those payments were still coming through, which is what helped me get to that $24,000 a month, which meant I didn't have to sell to anyone new. I got a few people in one new program, which meant I was covered for months. I had money coming in. I got that. I had that $24,000 a month in September of 2020. And then I still had $12,000 at minimum coming through through December from September now through December, which meant if I sold nothing new for the next few months, which I wasn't planning on doing for a few months and I didn't, I didn't have to worry about it because I was still hitting my income goal, which at that time was $12,000. I might've been $10,000. So you see what I'm saying here? I switched to a premium business model and I had safety financial stability and safety for months at a time where I could make other decisions. I could travel. I could take the month of December off if I wanted to. I could take vacations. I could work on my own personal things. And this is why I made the decision. This is why I switched to a premium business model. If this is something that you're considering doing, if you're launching your very first premium signature offer, I have been offering a new VIP day to help people who are planning on launching this. Because if you're like me and you're extremely busy, it's very difficult for you if you've also never sold anything at that higher price point to come up with the proper launch content. Because typically when you're selling lower ticket or something that is just high ticket, a lot of times the content that we're putting out there is educational content, which really just makes you seem like Google more than anything and not like someone who people would invest a lot of money in. Because you have to remember, people go into Google aren't 
weren't actually paying Google, they end up going to another site from Google's references and then paying that company the big money. So you don't want to be the person where everybody's just going to gather information. You want to be the company that people are actually investing the big bucks into. And that's what I want you to be. And a lot of times people's content, when they're launching their first premium or really, really high ticket offer, they're not creating the kind of content that's even going to sell it. So then they feel justified in going back to a lower ticket business model because, well, the higher ticket thing didn't sell. And I'm, I'm usually like, that's not the reason it didn't sell. It's because you didn't actually market it properly. So it's why I'm offering my booked out CEO VIP day. It's because I want you to actually have the exact type of content that you need that I've been using for all of my launches to have multi five figure launches, selling out multiple offers because it is what works. You have to have a different approach to selling and connecting with your followers when you're selling something at a premium price point of $3,000 or more. And I created that offer because that's specifically what I teach in my coaching programs. And most, a lot of people don't have time for a full coaching program. You can't commit to three months. You're trying to sell that service now. So I made something that we can do in a day so that you can actually launch by next week. If you're interested in that, then just visit my website, bookedoutceo.com and check out the offer and see if it's right for you. If it is, submit your application. I cannot wait to bring back another episode. So I'll see you next time. If you love this episode as much as I have, then subscribe to the Revolutionary CEO podcast on iTunes and leave me a review to let me know what you enjoyed the most. For premium pricing and branding tips and training, connect with me on Instagram. I'm at Atelier Letitia. That's A-T-E-L-I-E-R-L-A-T-E-S-H-A. And be sure to follow the podcast Instagram account at Revolutionary CEO to show my guests and me some love. Talk to you next week.